Hello everyone, I'm Maddie, and this is Read Aloud Books. I read books, so you don't have to. Um, welcome back to my podcast. I totally forgot that yesterday was Monday, and so I didn't record anything. Sorry. Okay, so, kind of, I had to charge my tablet well, so I could record. So, give me a second, I'll be right back. I need to go, you know, get the book. We are going to be reading chapters of Running Dream. So, be right back after this ad. Ding! Since I haven't recorded a real chapter in a while, I didn't really know what chapter we were at. And I'm really glad because I found a bookmark on part 3, chapter 4. So today we are going to be reading part 3, chapters 4 and 5. Let's begin. Part 3, Chapter 4. That night, I bury myself in homework, but at bedtime, I still don't feel like I've made a dent. There's so much reading to do, especially in language and history. But that worries me, but what worries me most is math, especially the new assignments. Today's math, yesterday's math, they're adding up quickly to tomorrow's headache. I'm trying to call Fiona, but I can't reach her. First she's at track, then she's out with her mother, then she's busy with something else. At 10.30, I give up and tell myself that I'll get her to help me in the morning. In the morning, Fiona calls to say she overslept, and Mom barely gets me to school on time. There is absolutely no chance for Fiona to help me during the morning classes. And at lunch, she rushes off to some meeting. Hey, I call after her. I really need help with math. I'm sorry, she calls back. If I could get out of this, I would. She's gone, and I'm left leaning on crutches, not even knowing where she's going, but so important. Darn, I grumble. I feel very frustrated as I hobble towards the courtyard to eat lunch. To eat the lunch Mom packed me. I'm hating math, hating Miss Rucker. Plus, I don't even know where I'm going to eat, or who I'm going to sit with. It's been ages since I've had lunch in the courtyard. And the closer I get to it, the more I do not want to go there, especially without Fiona. I'm also feeling really dumb about Rosa. Why didn't I call her last night? So I'm mad at Miss Rucker, mad at myself, and I'm hobbling by the 400 wing when I remember Rosa eats in room 402. I stop for a second, then turn and find the room. And when I peek through, there's Rosa in her wheelchair, laughing with two other girls in wheelchairs. There's also two boys and a girl in the lunchroom. The boys are working on impressively large Lincoln log houses that, that are made out of pretzel sticks. The teacher is reading a book. Hey, Rosa calls, beaming a bright smile my way. I hobble in and sit in the chair near her. I'm so lost in math. I'll help you, she says. Her voice sounds like a little like the voices do when you try to talk underwater. But now it's music to my ears. Oh, thank you, I say and pull out the assignment. First, Rosa introduces me to her friends. This is Leisha and Panny, and those guys are illy- in twins. I translate this to mean Alicia, Penny, Billy, and Trent, but I'm not entirely sure. And I'm Mrs. Wall, the teacher says with a friendly wave. You must be Jessica. I nod and smile, but I feel uncomfortable that she already knows who I am. Rosa gets ready. <laughs> Rosa gets right down to the math. She no. She. Sh- why can't I read? Like, it's the point of the podcast, I swear. She shows me her homework and points 
me through the steps as she explains the problems. Okay, to find the first three iterates of this function, here's what you do. I struggle to understand her, especially since she's speaking math, a language I'm already having trouble with. But seeing her work really helps, and at the end of each problem, she forces me to get it by making me do the problem on my own without looking at her paper. She's patient and encouraging, and every time I get it, she says, see, you're getting it. And as I begin solving them on my own, she smiles and says, see, it's easy. And with her help, that's what it almost becomes. Well, almost, anyway. When the warning bell rings, I pack up my things, and Rosa sa says, I can help you anytime. Thanks, I say back, and this time, I know that'll take her up on it. That I'll take her up on it. I can come over, too. I hesitate, wondering how in the world that would work. Or how she could even offer. It's probably be a lot easier for me to go over to her house. But again, my mind is defaulting to relying on Fiona for help. Then she totally surprised me by saying, I would love to meet your dog. He seems so happy. I blink at her. How do you know about my dog? I'm feeling very strange, not fully grounded. And it flashes through my mind that I've been stalked by a girl in a wheelchair. She laughs at my expression. You used to run by my house. I live on Marigold. The house with the mermaid fountain? For some reason, she's becoming easier to understand. I barely have to decipher decipher it at all. I know the house. You're about half a mile from me. I'm in Harkin. See, she says with a lopsided smile as she motors towards the door. We're neighbors. Mrs. Wall calls. Bye, girls, as we leave, and adds, come back anytime, Jessica. You're always welcome. Thanks, I call back. Then I hobble off to class. That night, I have the running dream again. When I wake up, I cry like I always do, but my tears are interrupted by the memory of something new in the dream. A mermaid fountain. A mermaid fountain and Rosa waving from her porch as I run by. In the dream, I don't really see her. I don't turn my head and look. She's a ghost on the porch. A cloudy vapor to my right. Oh, by the way, this is chapter five. <laughs> Whoops. But I know she's there. I know it's her. I wonder about her appearing in the dream. The dream's been the same for so long. And this new dimension feels a little invasive. This is my dream. My escape to the place I love most in the world. The roads, the river, the trees, the bridge. Sherlock gives me a hopeful nudge and lets out a soft whine. Sorry, boy, I tell him. After school, we'll throw the ball, okay? Cairo and his laptop. Oops, did I skip a page? Yeah, I did. Let's see. He hasn't given up on our old routine, but seems to like the new one just fine. I give him a hug and a nuzzle, and it turns and it crosses my mind that after I get my leg, I could walk him over to Rosa's. That, in its own small way, makes me feel better. The end. That's the end of chapter five. So, I will see you guys tomorrow, and we will probably not tomorrow, but like we will be reading. Chapter 6, maybe 7, I'm not sure. And we will be reading chapter 6 of Running Dream. Hope you guys enjoyed the first week of Back to Reading. And, um, see you guys again on Wednesday for some updates and maybe an interview or if I can find one. If I don't have anything for you guys on Wednesday... Don't worry, I'll probably find something. Well, thanks for listening to my podcast. I'm Maddie, and this is Read All Our Books. I read books, so you don't have to.